0: Four, three, two, one. You're listening to Racing World, brought to you by Perspective Group. It's your motorsport podcast show in conjunction with Race Control Magazine.
1: Welcome to another edition of Racing World. Not a lot in the show this week, but it's about F1 and, of course, V8 supercars across at Sydney Motorsport Park for the final time of their four events there. But we're going to chat F1 with Bob very shortly. This championship is definitely going down to the wire right now. There's a few other little bits and pieces happening, so let's get right into it now with Bob. Well, as always, Bob McMurray joining me now. You're just a little box on a little computer screen, as always, but I know that your heart's in the right place. Mm Yeah, well, the heart's still there,
0: and the little <laughs> box is still there, and um, yeah, yeah. It, soon to break out perhaps. I, it yes. looks like we're going to go to Hampton Downs um, towards the middle to end of December, was it 17th? Okay. For media day for 86s, and then a weekend of testing there. So from my point of view, and well others up here point of view, it's a good thing, I hope. Well, it's good, good. depends what Chairman Cindy comes out with in the next couple <laughs> of weeks.
1: Well, before we get into the big things, which was obviously our last event at Sydney Motorsport Park for the year and uh, Formula One, Kiwi's in the news this week. There's a couple of Kiwis in the news, um, which is great to see that they're still making the headlines.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, I I want to mention Brendan Leach. As many people will know, Brendan has embarked on a uh, sort of a sports car course overseas. Yeah, um, he's he's uh, driving a Lamborghini Huracan, and last weekend, this weekend just gone, he was at Sebring for the first Hancock, twenty four hour Sebring race of twenty twenty one. I didn't see it, so I don't know, it was in televised actually, but um, reading about it this morning, he um, he was actually doing quite well. They were in the end, they were classified eighteenth as a DNF. But that yep. was um that was unfortunate because they were they were doing very well they were up to fourth position brendan was racing in the dark for the first time which he said was a pretty amazing experience <laughs> um he fell back to what's
1: that the dog to the show they always said i just had this thought before never have pets on the show and uh the dogs just made itself known no, you never work with children and animals. I mean, I
0: <laughs> anyway, yeah, um, he started the race, climbed to second, and then um, driving in the dark, came back to fourth, I understand. By um, well, the seventh hour, they had a fuel pump problem, and then uh, his co-driver went out and whacked the wall, and... Um, and at about the 14th hour so they had to get the car fixed and brendan you know finished off the driving nonetheless i think it was an excellent um an excellent showing from him and apparently the uh the tyler cook racing and brendan managed to clinch the 2021 24-hour series gt3 pro championship which is his first ever title he says and um, I'm sure that'll be one of many. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah, that's it. And he was uh, he was trying to get back to New Zealand for Christmas, but he's based in Germany and he can go from Germany to England and England to Germany and Germany to the US and US all over the place. And he can go everywhere around the world, but he can't come home. He can't come back to New Zealand. I don't, mean, start don't start. me. It, <laughs> I don't It's Anyway, so that's, yeah, that's one thing. I mean, Brendan... Yep. Uh, oh, very accomplished driver, Brendan Leach. So, then, uh, a whole bunch of the weeks, weeks uh, then in um, in the <laughs> the West Island, the um, almost equally as locked down West Island as Sydney Motorsport Park for yeah. the supercars of the weekend. Again, wow. at
1: Sydney Motorsport Park. It's got rain in common with the West Coast of New Zealand, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's funny, though, isn't it? The four weekends that they were there, each weekend was different in, yeah, in some sorry. way or another. You so know, it, was same, yeah, it was the same track, but the conditions were different almost every every yeah. time they were there. Um, consistently, the same drivers were at the top of the tree, and consistently, it was um, Shane Van Gisbergen there as well yes. when, when the wings came, came to the yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, Di Pasquale, Anton Di Pasquale, superb driving from his point of view. Um, and there was, and um, we mustn't forget Andre Heimgartner Who put his no, car on I was, was that's impressed,
1: that's the second time he's done it this season as well
0: Yeah, yeah, so all in all I mean, what a magnificent season for Shane Van Gisburg And I, I read earlier on as well That um, it might not have happened Because when the, earlier in the season You know, he had the collarbone issue going yep. on He didn't know he'd done the ribs Until after the first race or so um, so then he went to be checked out if they'd known about the ribs beforehand probably wouldn't have driven it yes. probably would have uh, been too difficult he, or said certainly that,
1: he said that in a news story that I saw on, on television news here as well the fact that that would have made the difference as to whether he would have done the full season or not so yeah. in many ways, um, you know, very lucky guy so effectively the championship becomes his after Bathurst because the series are still alive at the moment but he, he yeah. can't be beaten now and all attention's turned to Bathurst. Obviously, he wants another victory at the mountain, but there's a fair few people that uh, would like to that top step of that podium as well, and it's now only two weeks away until we find out.
0: Yeah, there's, there's a good few people in the way. Um, there's a lot of driver combinations changed, as I'm sure people know about, <clears throat> but one of the constants is Shane and um, Gartanda, yeah. and that's a very strong combination, very strong combination indeed. So yeah, that, that'll do well. But I mean, Shane was superb driving. He was, he was just—I don't know—he was on a different planet. And much of the time, not perhaps so much as um, Winkup. Winkup was on a different planet when Shane was behind him now and again. <laughs> I didn't understand that, and the, you know, that guy's weird. That's, that's all I can say. Yeah,
1: just it lines itself up for the normal Jamie Winkup how to make a mess at Bathurst because it seems to be a consistent formula when he gets to Bathurst every year as well. So we'll we'll wait with that one and see what happens. But as we know with Bathurst, there's things that always happen there as well. It's one of those events. It's a long, long race. There's always someone that puts it into the wall in those first couple of days and is on the back foot then for the whole weekend. And as you just mentioned, Garth Tander, and long gone are the days where a co-driver is just a guy that drops in the car and, and drives around for a few hours. That co-driver has got to be the equivalent of the number one driver, really.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, it's consistent speed. They'll never be as good, per se, as the number one driver, um, simply because they're not the number one driver. Um, you know, But nonetheless, strong driver combinations. What's going for Shane and Tender, and I guess, is the fact they're similar heights. They know each other well. They've won it before. <laughs> you know, there's all yeah. sorts of good things there. And, and that, well the car. Car clearly, yeah, the car is clearly quick. Whether it's as quick as um, a di Pasquale car or not, and we'll find out. That's yep. the Bathurst is a different thing completely. It's a lot well, longer than rushing around Sydney Motorsport Park for a few laps
1: whilst we don't have the wildcard entry from uh, New Zealand with Greg Murphy and Richie Stanaway and I'd be very yeah, interested great. to see what Russell Ingall does in his one, it's, uh, you know they've, they've put in some mileage and testing as you would have seen in the show a few weeks ago, and I'll leave the link here for those that hadn't seen it, Ingall um, testing at Queensland. And uh, it will just be very interesting. The other factor, as you said, in Sydney, we had a variable range of weather over the four weeks that they were there. That's always possible at Bathurst, we've touched on it before, I feel it'll be way, way hotter than, than normal, the normal sort of period that Bathurst has run at. And I've, I just feel that that's going to be a factor in the whole thing as well. And that, that includes the crews in Pit Lane too. Can't forget them.
0: No, 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 of course. It's a, it's a tough old race. And I'm, I'm glad you're confident on the weather. I'm not sure it's going to rain all weekend. Um, well, that's well, another variable, yeah. isn't it? You know, yeah. you should,
1: We've both been to Bathurst and it's snowed, so anything's possible. So
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah, another good. I mean, okay, we seem to um, go past the supercars really quickly, but it took up an awful lot of my weekend watching it, and the last three or four weekends. And once again, Shane van and just just amazing. Lots of other drivers were were good as well. They were starring. I mean, you know, young young lad Brown. What a what a Yeah. yeah. I don't know what to say about him. I like him. His attitude. I like his driving. His, that's what uh, we, need. We, we
1: need. You, yeah. you need characters in the sport. They become the next generation of the sport. And if we look at history throughout the years, you know, you, you've had these characters at all different decades of the sport, whether it be Formula One or supercar racing or IndyCar racing. And you need that to continue because that's. That's that's what the fans live on too. You have fan favorites. You have people that are against them. It's fantastic for the sport. So exactly. natural uh, evolution of things. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. moving on to the desert, and uh,
0: well, yeah, I just want to I just want to mention one other thing, Matthew yeah. Payne, ah, yes. who has, um, has been on a, would don't to okay. say meteoric rise in in his career. You know, it wasn't so long ago he was having his first race in a. In a single seat of, uh, apart from a cart at the New Zealand Grand Prix. Now he's driving a supercar. Yeah. You know, he, uh, over the weekend, he was given a Super 2 car for the, for the weekend. In practice one, he, he was first. In practice two, he was um, second. Uh, no, yeah, second, I think. And then unfortunately he turned a bit uh, hero to zero because um, at the start of his race, where he was on the front row, of course, he stalled. That didn't go down too well. And on the other race, um, let's say he scratched the car a little bit at the end of the, um, the straight. <laughs> um, the tyres took a bit of a, a pun. So yeah, hero to zero, but nonetheless, I mean, he's driving. You know, he's driving super two. He's going to be driving in the in the big cars. I, I you know, in the co-driver session, he was first for goodness' sake. So um, yeah,
1: I hope his um, I not- hope his ride continues. Yeah, it's nice to see talent kind of shine sometimes, isn't it? You know, and, and it's done on talent too, which is, uh, you know, sometimes not always the case with all the disciplines of the sport.
0: Yeah, that's right. He's still going to be driving the Porsche as well. Yeah. Um, Bathurst, I think. And so, yeah, just, uh, yeah, congratulations to him anyway, because he's, um, he's a really nice lad, and he was yeah. supported by the QB Driver Fund. Uh, here, and he maintains that uh, he would not be would not have got on without the Kiwi Driver Fund, so there's a little plug for the Kiwi Driver Fund, or anybody who's listening. <laughs> um, somebody else who was supported by the Kiwi Driver Fund is nobody in Formula One, but a lot have been here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, of being
1: here even, I have uh, to say, uh, moving now across to the Middle East, um, it was an interesting Grand Prix. There was some variable twists in it once again. Uh, there was a bit of debate once again. Your mate Christian Horner was uh, involved. I watched uh, on Thursday the team managers or team principals press conference, which had uh, Toto Wolf and Christian Horner together, and that was a classic piece of television. If anyone wants to watch it, just go to the F1 uh, site and, and look for it because it was... Uh, Very German, very British, very sarcastic, all at the same time. So it was a great watch. And what did it prove? Absolutely nothing. It was just a head game. But, um, you know, it was good entertainment. But, you know, Horner coming out um, and Michael Massey's come out saying, you know, don't attack the volunteer officials, all sorts of bits and pieces. At the end of the day, Lewis drove a great race, and he seemed to do it fairly comfortably. And, uh, you know, that's really, really narrowed up this points chase now. And it's game on. Two races to go. The, um, you know, the Saudi circuit, there's been a lot of talk about that as to whether it'll be finished or not. I've seen some pictures just this morning that were sent to me because I was going to be there. Um, and the place, is, the place is finished. It'll get a circuit inspection this week. So there's no, no doubt about that. It will be a very interesting, very fast race. So you've got to perform in these last two races. A DNF now or anything like that is going to cost you big time.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I the LaSalle circuit, I mean, it may have been good to race on. Not good um, for a spectator. But for, but for the viewer, it was totally featureless. It makes you ache for the likes of the Austria Ring, Spa, Mugello, even Silverstone. It, it was, it yeah. was a, a race at a place that strikes me as just having a race there because they needed one on the calendar, which is true. They've got a long contract, but thankfully not at that place anymore. MotoGP seems to get on with it all right, um, because they're not racing there next year. And then it'll be a road race for the long contract after that, somewhere around the coast or something. I'm not quite sure where. So that's good. There's two overtaking places in the whole thing. One of those was in the pit lane, and the other one was by DRS down the um, the straight. Yeah, Yeah, that was it. I mean... uh, i tell you why it's only because I'm a Formula One tragic that I did not turn it off because I was just fed up with the whole thing. Okay, there were tyres breaking on the curbs and stuff like that and punctures coming, but goodness me. I mean, the virtual safety car thing at the end as well, that was unnecessary. That car had been parked there for two, three, four laps. And then to bring a virtual safety car in at the end of the race when everybody was just getting, you know, people were going to change... Positions and stuff like that. I thought that was a bit strange. Okay, Alonso didn't um, didn't mind it too much because he no, protected a so lot yeah. from Perez, and that probably I don't know Alonso, who I gave 10 out of 10 for for that race. I think it was wonderful. As yes. I did Bruce Hamilton, um, was great. But I don't know. It's uh, well you mentioned Horner as well as one of my notes here. Horner, I'm sick of his attitude, and I've said enough about it. About that subject, an annoying little whinging man. That's all I've got. I'm not not wasting any more bloody words on him. That, no. Well, two no, well, it, to,
1: Grand Prixs time, we're either going to hear a lot of praise or a lot of negativity. I, I suspect. So it'll be very interesting to see how oh, yeah, plays itself yeah. out. But yeah,
0: uh, it's, as I um, said before, it, you know,
1: it,
0: it is amazing when anything is mentioned by the Max. Oh, you know how Max drives. anybody Anyone else? <laughs> <So terrible. laughs> Incidentally, you know, the Saudi Arabian circuit that's being managed—the boss of the whole circuit, Martin Whitaker. Um, now, Martin is a good friend of mine from McLarens. So he used to be there. He also used to be in um, i was say—in charge of supercars for a brief period. He was the CEO yep. of Supercar for a bit with Ford brief period. for a while as well. Um, yeah, and and yes, and Martin Whitaker—you can you can kind of bet that he's. Um, He's going to get the job done, so I would imagine it's going to be finished.
1: Oh, yeah, the pictures that I saw this morning, it, it looks phenomenal, you know, and as we know, it's going to have a, a brilliant uh, show, which hopefully will make the, the televised coverage as well. Incredibly fast, long track, you know, it's got a lot going for it, so we'll yes. see, but the, the interesting twist out of the weekend is just what it's done to the championship, so i got to put the old glasses on here to read this, but effectively Max is on 351.5 points, uh, and Lewis yeah. is on 343.5 uh, points. Yeah,
0: just eight points. Eight points different between the two. In the next two races, the maximum points you can get is 52. But if you win both in two fastest laps. Lewis has to win two lap- uh, two races. Yes. I mean, there's all sorts of permutations. Well, if, you, if
1: you look yeah. at the scenario, too, so far this year, uh, Max has had nine wins to Lewis's seven, which is quite yeah. an unusual twist that we haven't had. Valtteri's kind of semi-safe in third on 203 points. Then Sergio's there on 190. But this is where it gets interesting again, and this is this battle between McLaren and Ferrari. Lando's fifth on 153 points. Charles Leclerc is 152 points. Carlos Sainz is 145.5. And Danny Rick is 105. So he's kind of out of that battle for the fifth, sixth, seventh. But the constructors' wise, it's still game on and all of that. So these these two races count both for drivers' points and constructors' points, probably more than they have in in recent years. Which is yeah, it's fantastic. That's what we need.
0: Yeah, don't forget the weekend. Incidentally, it was McLaren's nine hundredth race at the weekend, which is pretty uh, pretty impressive. From the first days with Bruce, Um, the 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 constructors. Thing really it depends on Danny Ricardo getting some points now and again I I think pretty much that battle is over because um, what is it Ferrari 297.5 McLaren 258 points Um, you've got to you've got to expect that that's um, that is not going to come back from McLaren the way they're driving at the moment the way Ferrari are driving Mm. uh, which is unfortunate really but but there you go um, Mercedes do have a, a, a five no, sorry four point lead on Red bull in that as well so no those championships they aren't necessarily over but I think mclaren are going to be um, fifth in the championship not uh, uh, sorry fourth in the championship not, not third basically uh, because Ferrari is driving well they've, they've got the reliability going mclaren have scored four point uh, no how many? Uh, four points in three races. Four points in three races. And then in Russia, they were 17 and a half points ahead of Ferrari. And now three races later, they're massively behind. It's four points from three races for a team like that. It's just not acceptable. Not not no, no, okay. Lando not has been dudded a couple of times by various things. He's always driven well, but the, you know, the puncture of the weekend, that dropped him from... Fourth or fifth, maybe, whatever it was, down to ninth. But, you know, Ricardo wasn't even there simply because they say of a fuel problem. There was a sensor telling him that he didn't have enough fuel. So they were saving fuel. And then suddenly it was all cured. So you, know, you must know how much fuel goes in the car.
1: Yeah. Um, These are basic the, things, aren't they?
0: Yeah. So I would imagine that you would have gone past that sensor and said, no, 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 we know that. Hundred kilos or ninety kilos or whatever it is went in the car. So just keep going. We must assume it's a sensor. I, I don't know. I don't understand the reasoning for that. But um, yeah, I thought Hamilton was superb. Alonso was superb, and um, and the rest of them were pretty average.
1: Yeah, I, I, I thought Fernando was good. It was great listening to him on the team radio and stuff, and uh, just it, it was Fernando of old. You know, there was a sense of urgency, a sense of um, Typical Fernando passion, if you like, in there, and it was great. And, and you know, and again, Alpine, they've kind of done well, but they haven't done well enough to enter into that fight with McLaren and Ferrari. But they've certainly done right. better, I feel, than when they were Renault last year.
0: Yeah, and I, to be honest, I, I don't think you can expect them to do better than McLaren, um, with the way that the. The lift of McLaren was going yeah. with those engines and all sorts of things. I mean, the McLaren 258 points, Alpine 137, Scuderia, which is their um, their real fight, on 112. So, yeah, it's um, there are battles, but they're kind of settled now. I think we've got to well, just assume that the last two races are going to be fun. Apparently, they're getting the big engine back out for, um,
1: yeah.
0: I use the word big advisedly, I don't mean that. Yeah, the the uh, engine. Yeah, the high-performing engine, whatever it is, out for Lewis again. And we're going to have more whinging from uh, Horner. And anybody who says any marshal that puts a flag out and was a rogue marshal should be banned from from motor from racing.
1: Yeah, well, I don't and think like who it, you are, I don't, like don't
0: care what you are, I don't care what circumstances. If a marshal is there, he puts out a double yellow, his mistake or not, there's only one double yellow possible outcome for it, and you have to obey the yellow. Yeah. And and then you've got to understand that these guys may be not professionals. And anyway, I'll, I'm... The other I'm interesting so thing before on we
1: kind of wind up for the week, um, and it happened as we were doing the show last week, and I, I put a, a note in the show, but uh, the the grid for 2022 is effectively done now for Formula One. Everyone's signed up. So Lee kwan comes in at Alpha Romeo, alongside Valtteri yep. Bottas. Everyone else is locked in place. Harsh, you always wonder whether it's going to be stable or not, but let's just assume it is. So we actually have a fully locked in grid now for 2022, which you know, it's quite interesting that it's done this early.
0: Yeah, and, and count the ex- Toyota Racing Series drivers now with with Yu Zhou in there. Um, you know, add him to uh, to Stroll and to Mazepin and to Norris uh, in the in the uh, on the grid. So yeah, it's a shame oh, of that TRX isn't about at the moment because we'd have more coming through. It Simple. said
1: a lot of things about you know. I remember when I was. You know, a lot younger, seeing drivers like KK Rosberg and and whatnot race at at Manfield in the Atlantic cars. And we're very privileged to have that. And Toyota Racing Series has brought that to us as well, because it's again the next generation of drivers like the Norris and Co. So, yeah, it it bodes good things for the future. And, you know, it's it's good. I just, you know, I hope that the championship now is consistent to the end in terms of um, official decisions. And we don't taint the championship that way. And we let these guys truly race and get on with it because yeah. that's what it deserves.
0: Yeah. As long as they race. As long I mean, as they race. Yeah. You know, if they're going to start pushing people off the track, that's not right. No. It's amazing that it? you look back at all those old days and yeah, it's never going to be the same again. I just cannot imagine Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen coming down here to flog around um, Timaru. In a, in a car to reprise the old days of, <laughs> of, of Tarasonga. Couldn't you just imagine? It? It'd be wonderful, wouldn't it? I'm sure, I'm sure uh, the Toyota Racing Series would put up cars for them, if necessary.
1: <laughs> there you go. Well, that kind of just pretty much wraps us up this week. As we said, there's not a, a huge amount of news. Formula One obviously takes a week off now while they relocate uh, across from one desert to another desert. Uh, at least this one's not in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Uh, yeah, as the supercars, they take a week off yeah, to, to go another, up to a mountain, one desert up the road to another desert. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we'll have some, some domestic news by next week on things like speedway and circuit racing. So that'll be something to look forward to. But as always, Bob, I, I thank you very much. Uh, great insight. Uh, we didn't really get stuck into anyone today. We let Mr Horner off the hook, but we'll get him again next week or the week after, that's for sure. I can feel my hackles rise <laughs> I
0: Well,
1: I'll let you go for now. Uh, you can go and uh, have some time off, take the weekend off so that you're not in front of the telly watching all this stuff so that you can brace yourself for an onslaught the following weekend because you've got a date at the mountain plus a date in the Middle East.
0: I know, I know. Uh, but I watch NFL instead. I um, love NFL in America. So and I I'll just sit this. here and
1: talk going, yes, I could have been in Saudi, but I'm not, and I'm watching it on the telly. There you go. Okay, take care, my Good friend. Day. We'll see you again. Yes, well, as always, it was great to chat with Bob. And this Formula One championship really is going down to the wire, and it's something that we haven't had in the last few years. We get it in IndyCar, and we kind of expected it in IndyCar and in Formula One. It's kind of been a little bit of the Lewis Hamilton show for the recent few years, but um, it could go any way, really. And, and the battle for the constructors' championship is also going to go pretty much anyway. So there's some good things coming. We've got plenty more good things coming, including Speedway soon on Racing World. So for now, stay safe out there. Remember COVID, it is nasty. So be COVID aware. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to share or subscribe or like or whatever you want to do. But we love the fact that you take the time out of your day to watch the show. And we'll catch you soon on Racing World.